Hey everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Chris and that guy over there is... Patrick Mahomes? Not exactly. Okay, Josh. I'm just, I'm just Josh. Sorry buddy, I actually hit the wrong button hit stop streaming as I was trying to switch scenes. Because I'm an idiot. How are you doing tonight, Josh? It's been a rough day of work. And um, other than that, peachy? Nice. Other than that, peachy. Yeah, I've been a pretty decent day for no, me. I I no, what I said was peachy? Peachy? Peachy king? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Anyways. I'm still working. Anyways, right. we're back for our Fave 5, Week 11. Our favorite starts of the week are streamers at the quarterback and tight end position. And I think we should call it our favorite non-obvious starts of the week. Well, I think one of my, at least one of mine is pretty obvious this week. I try not to gloss over the, I try to include one, I guess you can ballpark it at a top five guy. Not necessarily always top five, sometimes it's top 10, but definitely I include one of those each week, sometimes two. But yeah, other than that, they're more like, for me, RB2s, flexes, you know, whatever, whatever what have you. What's an RB? A running back. Not to be confused with the sandwich place. We have the meats. We have All right, the starts. Well, <laughs> and guess what, Chris? I have the news. That you um, do. Let's go with let's go with first. The teams on by this week is Jacksonville, Miami, Seattle, and Tampa Bay. So that means no Tua. That's a real dagger to a lot of people right there. Um, no Tom Brady. Uh, no Geno Smith, who's actually been a viable fantasy starter, okay. more or less, week in and week out. Um, you know, the Miami running backs, they were both, I called last week, they were both productive. Um, you know, so on and so on. No Kenneth Walker, yada, yada. You know who's on those teams. Let's start with the news. Carson Wentz is, has resumed throwing, but will, but won't return to practice Wednesday. You could argue that throwing is him practicing, but, uh, anyways, uh, Colt McCoy, uh, is listed as questionable, no injury, oh, minor knee injury. Um, we'll get to his quarter, his counterpart, Kyler Murray. Um, he also has a hamstring injury. Cliff Kingsbury said Wednesday that he will, he'll make a decision later in the week. So stay tuned to the Sunday morning stream to get more updates on that. Or, you know, go to Twitter or anything else. Um, anyways... Josh Allen, yada, yada. He's going to play again. We all know that. Speaking of the Bills, though, that game has been moved from Buffalo, where it's supposed to have four feet of snow. Yeah. Four yeah. feet. No, they, move, they moved that game. Of snow. They have moved it to Detroit, also known as the Motor City. And that's that's between the Bills and the Browns. Browns. You know, yep. whatever. Indoors. Um, anyways. Yeah. Along, I'm moving along to Matthew Stafford. He's expected to clear the concussion protocol and be ready for Sunday. Uh, PJ Walker, he is listed as out with a high ankle sprain for week 11 versus Baltimore. Deion Jackson running back for the Colts. He was limited in practice yesterday, I believe yesterday, and also today with a knee injury. Um, not a lot of people care, but, you know, maybe deeper leagues, maybe, you know, dynasty leagues, maybe. Uh, Zeke. Okay, Chris, I, I have no idea. Did Zeke play last week? He did not. Okay, cool. Thank you. 
I proposed that in in our in our Dynasty League chat, and I heard crickets chirping. Ooh, Anyways, uh, Zeke knee practiced in a limited fashion Thursday. Um, I'm guessing he's gonna go this week, but you know, uh, stay tuned for that. You know, JD McKissick uh, wasn't spotted at practice Thursday and is set to be listed as a non-participant for a second day in a row. Not one. No one really cares. Uh, Leonard Fournette, who's uh, suffered a hip injury last week, and uh, the Bucks uh, with the Bucks game in Germany, um, is expected to be available next week versus the Cleveland Browns uh, for the bye game. Chris, we'll stop here real quick. I know everyone, Rashad White is is the new news, but um, sure. is the new hotness in Tampa Bay. But Leonard Fournette was okay last week, and the Cleveland Browns are really bad at defending the run. How do you feel about Fournette next week? I think uh, a lot of some of the luster is worn off with uh, with uh, Rashad White. Um, it's just he's one of those backs like a. Like a uh, Pacheco, uh, the guy in Atlanta, uh, Algier, that just like keeps getting that like good looks, good snap percentage, good you know uh, amount of carries, touches, but just hasn't broken that ceiling yet. Uh, in the case of Tampa, you know you got an established guy in the way. I mean, I'm not predicting a breakout game for um, uh, Lenny Fofo, uh, Leonard Fournette, because you know I'm kind of anti him, but um, I think they won one or two games lately. With him still being mostly featured, uh, until I see yeah, otherwise, until, until I see until otherwise, I really don't see a reason to jump on that wagon. By all means, stash him if you can. Who? Deep, deep, uh, uh, Rashad White. By all means, stash him if you can. Deeper league, he's probably already on a roster. Um, so you know, but I just don't know if you can go out and start him over under Fournette yet. Thursday with a thigh injury. Yeah. I'm assuming this is maybe more. I don't know. I didn't see him on. The, I didn't did he see not this play on yesterday. That same injury this past week. I feel like I he don't did. know. Or did it happen this weekend? I thought it happened the last weekend before when he got tagged right on the thigh by a helmet. Uh, maybe or, or another. I. I didn't see this on Wednesday, so this uh, this bears some um some you know keeping an eye on. Sure. Dallas Goddard or Dallas Godare, however you want to say his name, was placed on the IR with a shoulder injury. Daniel Bellinger, the tight end, the rookie tight end for the Giants, is um, uh, he had that fracture, like orbital fracture, like right on his eye. He, he isn't practicing this week, but he vows to play again this season. That's my words, not his. Uh, David Njoku for the Browns was a limited per, uh, participant with an ankle injury today. Gerald Everett, who got a had a groin injury last week and missed a good chunk of that game. Was limited practice yesterday. Uh, Mark Andrews, this is the news we've all been waiting for. Shoulder knee injury was listed as a limited participant on Thursday, and from what I've read, is expected to go this week. Yeah. Zach almost, Ertz is his, yeah. Uh, Zach Ertz, his season is over with a knee injury. I believe he tore his ACL. Zach Ertz, you, I'm not calling it a career for him, but he is over 30, I believe. And Sounds right. I man, I don't know if that's right now. Um, I know he's getting up there in age, and for if say we'll even say he's thirty, to suffer a knee 32. injury in week ten. Thirty. Okay, so a thirty-two-year-old get yeah. tearing his ACL in week ten. I'm guessing he misses most, if not all, of next year as well. AJ Brown, um, ankle slash rest. 
was a limited practice. Was in limited capacity Thursday. I'm like, are you resting or not? She's like, well, I rested most of practice, but I got up and I, you know, I, I stretched. Um, anyways, Cooper Cup has also landed on the injury reserve this week uh, with an ankle injury. He's gonna he's a high ankle sprain. It will require surgery. Um, the timetable for this is usually about six weeks. We're going into week 11 here. The Rams are nine or three and six, nine. Um, they are three and six. I'm guessing that Cooper Cup is done for the year. What hmm. say you, Chris? Ditto, ditto. I've been chatting about it to a couple guys throughout the week. Just kind of. I mean, the Rams would have to win. Out there. The Rams would literally have to win every single game the rest of the year to have a chance of Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup coming back just to play this season. Yeah, cuz they're like what's the third. point of him coming back in week 17? Yeah, well, they also just lost uh their second starting left tackle for the season, meaning I think they started the year without their original intended starting left tackle. Uh, forgive me, I do not recall the name. And then we'll they call just him Jim. It's Jim and they just lost the their, you know, current starting left tackle. So We'll call him Sally. The running back situation, we all know that has been a giant mess. Uh, uh, Stafford hasn't played well, but has also been banged up. He seems like he's on track to play out of uh, coming out of concussion protocol. And the offensive that, line is a hot mess there. Yeah, so I think they're just going to put a wrap on the season. Uh, put a wrap on a, a Cup's ankle and put a wrap on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis sure. Samuel um, had a shin injury uh, from last week, and he's he got a limited practice in today. Uh, Devontae Adams uh, had his abdomen injury. I believe this is the same thing he had last week. He played through it and scored me some good points, even though I lost somehow in Dynasty. Don't No comment, please. DeAndre Carter, uh, rib injury. He was a uh, limited practice yesterday. No news about today. Devonta Smith, wide receiver for the Eagles. Nimi, limited practice. DJ Chark is to be designated to return from IR. So that's a good sign for Jared Goof in the Detroit Lions. They did not misspeak there. Isaiah McKenzie has an illness, didn't practice Thursday. Not a lot of people care. Jamar Chase, hip wasn't at Wednesday's practice. I'm guessing he's already, he still has an out tag. So I'm guessing he's going to miss yet another week. Therefore, probably should, they probably should have just put him on IR. But whatever, what do I know? My sentiments exactly. Jamison Williams, uh, the rookie that has not played at all for the Lions this year, uh, head coach Dan Campbell said Wednesday that he expects Williams, me, to be designated to return from injury reserve some point after Thanksgiving, making the team's Week 13 game versus the Jaguars his earliest possible debut per Eric Woodyard of ESPN. So I. I mean, do you? I think redraft, the only reason. Drop him. Go ahead. Redraft. I'm just saying, drop him in a redraft. What are you going to hold on to him and start him in the fantasy playoffs? Yeah, I don't think so. I think the only reason. Yeah. I think the only reason that the Lions might give him some some playing time this year is just to get reps at the pro level. I want to get his feet wet. I want to get his feet wet. I want to see what yeah, they got. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. On an NFL field against NFL uh, uh, corners and say if he's yeah real NFL defenses that aren't preseason. By all means, you know. get him get him get him some playing time. It's just fantasy perspective. I mean, lost year. Yeah, it, they but the Lions knew that when they were drafting him too. So whatever. Fair. Jarvis Landry ankle was a limited practice Thursday. I kind of don't care at this point. Um, Andy Dalton is a hot mess. I am officially done with the Saints this year, other than maybe Alvin Kamara. 
Moving along to Jerry Judy, he sprained his ankle last week, um, like literally like right the first play of the game or second play, whatever. Therefore, goosing me, one of the reasons why I lost. Once again, no comment, please, Chris. Um, I'm guessing that Judy doesn't play this week. It's a really good matchup for the Broncos, but I just don't think he's going to be playing. More about the Broncos later. Juju, concussion, won't practice Thursday. Yikes, I don't know about this. <laughs> I uh, have you seen the hit that he took? No, and I don't want to. It was real bad. Mm, that sucks, Juju. And they picked Justin up the flag. Je Go ahead, sorry. Justin Jefferson, he's gonna play. Keenan Allen, a uh, hamstring officially limited as went to the hide. Is Keenan Allen just washed, man? Can't uh... like this is this is a lost season, I think, for Keenan Allen. Yeah, and the Chargers. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think their record's kind of respectable, around five hundred, maybe off the top of my head, but. Maybe they're like five and four or something. They like had that. a lot of high hopes, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I year. had a lot of high hopes for them. Defense too, man. That's just it's uh, a it's a lost season. Whatever. Um, uh, let's move along. I'm actually going to skip MVS. He's probably going to play. Uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown uh, took part with a foot injury. Took part in individual drills on Thursday. They're talking about activating him, and that there's a good chance that he plays on Monday night. Thing is, do you hold out for? Hollywood Brown on Monday. Oh, How good is Monday. he gonna be? Yeah. No. Um, Colt McCoy might be the might be the quarterback. I think if it's Colt McCoy, it's a definite no. Um, I, I think you, you can't wait on that. He said today, Kingsbury said today. You might have said as much in the notes. My apologies that uh, he's gonna wait to announce the starter. Yeah. But they were both practicing, so huh? I mean, obviously, if it's Kyler's healthy, it's Kyler. But ah, a little worried. A little worried be funny if it was kyler murray and, it, and, and he was healthy and it wasn't kyler murray i think they're gonna put kyler Ooh. murray on colt mccoy's shoulders so he can see down the field Ooh. that was a short joke that's right folks was there that was, a high blow was that there, a well, high blow? well there i haven't been watching any of it but they've got hard knocks during the season for the cardinals because the hard knocks is there i caught a it's probably on twitter caught a uh, audio and video clip of them arguing. Well, you probably might have seen it during the game of them already arguing on the sideline. However, you could hear what was said, and he didn't say anything about his height. But the person who tweeted it was like, "It's crazy that Hopkins is so, I guess, confident to call out his five foot two quarterback that he couldn't see him." Da, 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 da. It struck me as funny. That's why I included the short joke. My apologies. One of, it's joke. one of the reasons why I was not real big into Kyler coming out of college. It's because he's I might have it. to not not real big. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Um. Anyways, that was an ad. That was that pun was an initially intended. Anyways, let's skip over Miko Harvin. Don't care. Uh, Mike Williams, um, ankle return to limited practice Wednesday. I think maybe there's a chance that he plays. But last week, uh, Brandon Staley he said he was more week to week. So maybe not. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is out for this game because it's already going on and therefore no one cares that it's in the news. And yet I still keep talking about it. Chris, <laughs> what, what's your first running back? Uh, real quick, uh, Sir Oz, I am slipping on, sipping on my usual Jim Beam and Sprite. Uh, I'm interested in Hardman because said MVS sounds like he's going to play. Hardman's been pretty decent lately. Hardman and... got put on the injury reserve. Oh, Four hours ago. Okay. <laughs> Why would you skip that? I think that's very salient because I might no have an cares. asking for. I'm a, well, yeah, it's, he's been good. He scored double-digit fantasy points four games in a row. Once in his life, he scored double-digit. 
I'm being asked. Yes. Keep go ahead, man. You are because I might have an asking for a friend involving some uh whatchamajoon Chiefs receivers. Okay. Where were we? My first running Gee, back. I wonder if is... one of them's Kadarius Tony. Well, that's the only one left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Last man standing. <laughs> yeah, I have MVS somewhere else too. I, it's that's not the one though. Anyway, onward and upward. Is it in your uh, back pocket? No, no, he's, okay. he's not. That'd he's be a not, really big back pocket. He's not Kyle Murray's size. Is he in your prison wallet? No, Let's just move along to the running backs, Chris. I'm trying. <laughs> Dalvin Cook versus my Dallas Cowboys. Cook uh, was off to a slow start last week until he ripped off an 81-yard touchdown run. If you take that big run out, he only averaged 2.9 yards per carry. But he gets one of the worst run defenses in the league as of late, the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas has given up an average of 4.72 yards per carry over the last three games, huh. the running back position uh, specifically, and an average of 147.67 rushing yards per game to running backs over that same three-game span. Thanks in large part to having just given up 203 rushing yards to uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon last week. Now, D Dallas still has only given up five rushing touchdowns on the year. Good enough to be tied for third best. But I yeah. think either Cook scores or can make up through it uh, through the air. Now, yeah. Minnesota doesn't have a great defense either. But if Dallas gets up early, game script shouldn't matter too much because Dalvin has leaned. I'm sorry. Uh, the Vikings have leaned heavily on Dalvin. Uh, heavily in the fourth quarter and overtime of last week's epic finish versus Buffalo. And, and Cook is averaging 5.67 targets per game over, again, that three-week span. Both teams rank in the top 10 in sacks, so there could be a lot of dump-offs in uh, Dalvin Cook's direction, again, if the game script kind of goes uh, away from uh, Minnesota there. Vegas has the game at the third highest over-under at 47.5, with Dallas the slight favorite. <laughs> Crazy. Slight favorite at one and a half points, and I think it's in Minnesota. Uh, the game isn't. Yeah, there you go. The game is indoors at Minnesota, and I expect Dalvin Cook to run all over the Dallas D. And he is a top five running back for me this week. That's interesting. I. Hmm. Okay. Good yeah. call. I like that. He's, okay. he's up there. Couldn't make him number RB one though. There's uh, a couple of like Mixon has a good matchup. Somebody else does. Uh, Saquon, mm -hmm. I think maybe. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Saquon's got a great matchup. I don't remember who it is, but Wowzers. Um, I have him a couple leagues, and yeah, Mash. He is he is really he is really propelling my work league, uh, my team and work league too. I think I only like if I win and everyone in front of me loses this week, which is like two yeah. or three people, back in I'm, in oh, no, I'm, okay, cool. I'm in first. No, I'm I'm in first. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I have like the third most points scored. It's weird because that team is not very good. But anyways, um, on, along to the wide receivers. My first wide receiver is Drake London. I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Drake London. London? London. Drake London. Um, I thought you were saying I did Lawn Dart. <laughs> no, London. Anyways, uh, Drake London versus the Chicago Bears. Last week, London had his best game since week two. Excuse me. Sorry, I thought I had a sneeze there. Ruined. Um, I believe he's been injured um, over that time span, but he actually hasn't missed any time. He's just been, you know, invisible. Um, but he certainly didn't appear to be invisible on Sunday. It was against the Panthers who have given up the eighth most receiving yards to wide receivers. Uh, but this week, the Falcons are going up the Bears who are giving up the 12th most receiving yards, but only on six wide receiver touchdowns to, on the season to date. So, you know... 
Um, and that's a lot. Of t- that's a lot of reason because teams run on the Bears. But that doesn't mean London can't have another good game. After all, London did start the season with 9.9, 20.6, and a 12.9 um, point weeks in his first three weeks. None, none of those are record-breaking, but if he would have kept that pace, he'd be a solid kind of wide receiver too or close to it this entire year. So I like, I like Drake at a shot to take the cake. I have a rhyme on every single one of them. You're going to get super annoyed by the end of this show, Chris. Love it. Love it. <laughs> You're not going to by the end. On to my next RB of the evening. Elijah Mitchell versus the Arizona Cardinals. Josh, you had some foresight, not to be confused with foreskin. You had some foresight when you mentioned Mitchell's name last week. I was dismissive and I was wrong. Well, I, I at did, least through one say, week. I did say that, like, I'm, I'm like, I love that you're giving me credit for it. I just said Keep I am interested. I am interested in to see what a Mitchell's usage would be this week with his first game back in CMC there. There was such an uproar on Twitter of why would you trade for CMC and just not to use them in the fourth quarter and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, because I this think is because they want to win football games and keep them healthy. And, and, and Mitchell's is probably a better goal line back than CMC is. CMC's got some power. Don't get me wrong, but Mitchell's got probably got more. I, I think I didn't include it in my stats, but I, I did touch on, I did look at their red zone and obviously Mitchell just got back. So it's like, and CMC has been, quite utilized in the red zone let's just put it that way but no no yeah oh i know i know mitchell might be better on the goal line that's that's a fair uh uh, analysis uh but i also think moving forward we can rely on mitchell getting some work and particularly on the ground he actually out carried cmc 18 to 14 kyle shannon was on record saying he'd like the carry the carries to be about even now that can be problematic for us fantasy folks in a bad game script where the Niners are having to come from behind and throw more to catch up. Obviously, CMC is going to be the guy on the field in that situation. Fortunately for us, this is not one of those game scripts. First off, Arizona, as uh, as mentioned before, has two injured quarterbacks, Kyler with a hamstring and uh, Colt McCoy with a knee. Also, the 40, uh, also the Niners are a good defense, in case you haven't heard, uh, ranking top five in both passing and rushing yards allowed. Therefore, I expect the Niners to keep Arizona in check and have ample opportunities to run the ball, which is what they'd Mm -hmm. rather do anyway. And Mitchell will see double-digit carries and some scoring opportunities. And in terms of scoring opportunities, Arizona has allowed five rushing touchdowns in their last three games. I see Mitchell as a low-end RB2 this week. Quick asking for a friend, Chris. Elijah Mitchell or James Conner this week in the same game? I think I got a Mitchell, especially given my, my my list here. Cool. Interesting. Anyways. Connor's not on my list. <laughs> okay. My next <laughs> my next guy is actually two. It is Tyler oh, Boyd. I and, Go ahead. Sorry. I, I skipped one. It's fine. It's Tyler Boyd and, and Tiggins, or as we like, T. Higgins, or as we like to call him, Tiggins. Um, my best guess, as I mentioned earlier in the news, is that Jamar Chase is going to miss at least one more week. And the Bengals are going up against the lowly Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, in his absence in week eight, Boyd scored, uh, that would be Jamar Chase's absence. Boyd scored 11.3 points while uh, Tiggins recorded 12.6. Then the next week, both of them failed to hit even 10 fantasy points due to Mixon going berserk against the Panthers. The Steelers are giving up the, uh, the most points per game to wide receivers. Boyd and Tiggins look to face uh pittsburgh slot corner arthur maul maulet 
and cornerback Akilo Witherspoon, who are PFF's 77th and 106th rated cornerbacks, respectively. So I like Boyd and Tiggins to score you biggins. <laughs> I'm still so that one. I actually, I, that one I actually didn't have written down and made it up on the fly. So you should be super impressed with that. Hey, that's why it was better. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. All right. The, the one I skipped is actually kind of a, a, a appropriate that I skipped it because I do like to do the order of, you know, RB1 down to flex, et cetera, et cetera. And these guys are right there with one Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> I say these guys because I am including two. Brian Robinson, Brian Robinson and Antonio Ew. Gibson versus yeah. the Houston Texans. Boom. You play your running backs versus the Texans. It's simple. Yes, you do. Houston <laughs> is dead last or bottom five in basically every rushing defensive set you could throw out there. Last in it's rushing yards true. per game. Last in fantasy points per game Chris, given up I, to the I, running back I, position. And have given up an average of two rushing scores per game over the last four games. What do you got? What do you got? I got to say, I think, feel like you're cheating on this one. <laughs> But it's still a... It's no, still no, a, you're absolutely right, dude. I just feel like you're cheating. <laughs> Washington has adopted a run-heavy approach with their new starter, Tyler Hansen. That's not his name. And it's working, having won four of their last five games. Uh, that, combined with the ineptness of the Houston run defense, means there will be enough to go around for both backs, in particular in the red zone where the big backs can excel. And, of course, mm-hmm. Gibson gets the looks through the air. I see Robinson as a high-end rb2 this week and gibson as a a high-end flex slash low-end rb2 um the next guy up is josh palmer versus kc palmer is going to be my kind again this week but because he was two weeks ago but keenan allen and mike williams could be back this week so let's move along to mr gabe davis uh stefan diggs let's not let's let's not bury the lead here stefan diggs is a smash start this week and frankly i think so is gabe davis the thing about Gabe Davis is he is a bit of a um, he's a bit of a touchdown dependent wide receiver, but he doesn't necessarily have to be. It, it, Gabe Davis's games are really weird, Chris. Um, yeah, in games where he scores a touchdown, he also has at least seventy four receiving nice yards. Yeah, it's nice volume for sure. When he games without games. a touchdown, he has thirty seven yards at best. So same thing with yards per target too. Like they're super low. Like I feel like. And get, like, I feel like he can get those yards without a touchdown. It just seems like there. It's just too. Um, it's there. It's so weird that they go. They're so hand in hand. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know, man. So, anyways, I like Gabe Davis this week. I don't think he has to be touchdown dependent. He just has. It's just been very fluky that he has been so far this year. So, Gabe Davis against. Um, I, and to further the, my point, the Browns are giving up the fit, the 10th most points per mm-hmm. game to wide receivers. And with the Bills run game being rather anemic so far for most of the season, Singletary's had some okay games. Fair. But I um, but I like Gabe, Gabe Davis to be there to save us. Reaching, reaching, reaching at the top shelf region. Told you you're going to get annoyed. <laughs> Anyways. What's your next guy? Uh, my next guy is Jamal Williams of the Detroit Lions versus the New York Giants. Williams is the starting running back oh, for the Detroit yeah. uh, Lions and has been for a few weeks. Swift hasn't seen, I mentioned this earlier off a question we had, uh, Swift hasn't seen 20 fantasy points or double-digit carries since week one. 
and is averaging 1.69 yards per carry over the last three weeks. Now, while Jamal hasn't been a bastion of efficiency himself, and his snap percent is kind of all over the place, his volume and red zone carries have buoyed his fantasy value to that of an every week RB2. He is second in the league with nine rushing touchdowns behind only Nick Chubb. Now on to the Giants. But, but, but Chris, you might say, the Giants are a good defense versus the rush, right? Wrong. They, similar to Dallas, have uh, been hemorrhaging yards while not giving up many rushing touchdowns. They too have only given up five rushing touchdowns on the year, but are dead last in rushing yards per attempt with 5.5 per attempt. Moreover, over the last four games, they're averaging 102.8 rushing yards and 0.75 rushing touchdowns given up to RBs. I like Williams as a mid-range RB2 this week. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm down with some. I'm down with some JWO. You know me. Um, some Jamal that, if you will. <laughs> um, you, just you just can't get out of that mode, can you? <laughs> what? Rhyming. Oh, it was something. I saw it I on Twitter or something. Way. Like it was. I'm not taking credit for Jamal that. Gotcha. Anyways, uh, you know, like the 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 kids' uh, sketch comedy show on on SNCC back in the day all that only it's jamal that oh, yeah. we've gone over this before dude it was a little after my time i was i was more the, i was more the you can't do that on television crowd because i'm ancient yeah i don't really remember that anyways um <laughs> my next guy is Cortland sutton versus the las vegas raiders i almost call them the rams yet again anyways i continuously pick on the raiders as guys like a because their defense isn't very good and because their defense isn't very good. Um, <laughs> uh, Sutton actually started out this year averaging 12.54 fantasy points per game, which isn't great, but it's definitely flex worthy. But since then, he's hitting just four point. Like, I think that's the first five weeks. My bad. I didn't write that down. But uh, since then, he's hitting just 4.4 points per game. Broncos had a bye week in there, too, in week nine. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jerry Judy goosed me last week in Dynasty. And, but, that was due to injury, and once again, one of the reasons why I lost. And once again, Chris, no comment. At least that's what I've been telling myself. As a problem, as I probably mentioned earlier, I think Judy is going to miss this week. The fact that he hasn't practiced uh, yesterday or today is not a very good sign for him. That opens the door for Sutton. You're going to be t you're taking a risk uh, with Russ being Sutton's QB, but the Broncos are playing the Raiders, as I mentioned already multiple times. While the, Ra Ra while the Raiders are giving up actually a, a very average 15th most points per game to wide receivers, if Judy's not out there playing, there's no one really on the Broncos roster, at the wide receiver position at least, that really interests me as a pass catcher. Um, so click that button to make your flex player Sutton. Nice. Uh, Sutton or Kadarius Tony. Who are the Chiefs playing again? The Chargers? Yep. Tony. I'm I, I'm willing to take a chance on Tony. Way I'm leaning. That's the way I'm leaning. I All thought right. about it and I was gonna be like, eh. What do I Anyways, have left here? You got one more? 
probably. Yeah, I do. Speaking of the Chiefs at the Chargers, well, I don't know if it's at. It's just Chief versus Chargers. Oh, Isaiah no. Pacheco. I oh know. no! Pacheco hasn't scored double-digit fantasy dude? Really? points. Yes. Why are you? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I just ugh. <laughs> Oh, you yeah. want to see me vomit? Wait till we get to my quarterback streamer. <laughs> Ew, That's my own, and I'm going to vomit. Uh, Pacheco hasn't scored double digits of fantasy points all season, but he has been very efficient when given the opportunity, and the Chargers are among the league's worst versus the run and just lost two interior defensive linemen for the year, uh, Christian Covington and Otit Ogbonye. Yep. <laughs> when Pacheco sees more than five carries... He is averaging 5.3 per carry, and the Chargers are right there with the Giants in second to last, giving up 5.4 rushing yards per attempt. They're also third to last in fantasy points per game, given up to the running back position. And over their last three games, have averaged 169 rushing yards and 1.76 rushing touchdowns given up to RBs. That's RBs alone, folks. The score uh, and the game script should be in favor or, uh, in, to favor the run for the Chiefs, and they are six and a half point favorites with a 50 point over under this week. I think they'll be able to control the game on the ground. Yes, Chiefs like to throw a lot, but Pacheco is technically the starter. I think he's got another double digit carries uh, 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 in his in his back pocket porch wheelhouse future. I can't talk in his future, uh, and I like Pacheco as a high end flex this week. Let's go. There's probably enough teams that don't have to start Pacheco, but I, I yeah, think there's enough just... teams that that might have to. It's it's been bad. And you know, and like I think Pacheco's really average, and I don't really think it's necessarily on him. I think it's more on it's the more their style. I think. I think I the Chiefs it. are just having a really awful time getting any of these really pedestrian runners going. Well, Andy Reid likes to throw, and hey, man, when you have the best quarterback in the game, it's hard to blame him. But he was he was also like that in Philly. What was Andy Reid in Philly? There was a lot of times they were like, "OMG, just run the ball," and he would just. And you remember this is in the what two thousands? I think you're forgetting about Lashawn McCoy and. No, what I'm saying is even with a okay, not Pacheco isn't isn't this, but when he has an all pro running back, he still throws too much. He got a lot of flack for that in Philly, is what I'm saying. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust your memory over mine. How about yeah, that? I mean, they still had fine seasons, but you know, yeah. Chris, you got in trouble for that. My last guy, I th I feel like should should intrigue you a little bit, because he certainly intrigued me when I came up with this guy. Hmm? Darius Slayton versus the Detroit Lions. This guy has flown under our radar long enough, and by ours, I mean the fantasy football community. In each of his last three games, the New York Giants has played. They had week nine off, so, you know, I had to kind of be stipulating that. Uh, Slayton has seen a snap percentage increase, his yards per target increase. Um, he has two a touchdown in two of the last three games, is averaging 13.13 points per game in that span. Slayton and the Giants are going up against the Lions this week, who are giving up the ninth most points to wide receivers. Slayton's pass-catching teammates, not named Saquon, really don't scare me this week either the only reason outside of injury i could see that saquon does that uh, is the outside of injury that darius slayton does not do a good job for you this week is that saquon goes wild and therefore the giants don't have to go to the air move the ball through the air i would hold slayton after this week too his next several matchups are detroit this week 
start. Dallas next week, maybe start. Uh, Washington the week after that, must start. Philly uh, in, what would that be, week uh, 14, bench. But then in week 15, start again. A must start again against Washington. Slayton probably won't be your, quote, win your league, but stop procrastinating. Pick up and start Darius Slayton. All right. What do I have next for us? I seriously, I seriously have gone through and picked up Darius Slayton in every league that I could. Nice. Like I said, he's 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 not going to win you your league, but I mean, he's gonna he could definitely help you get into the playoffs if you're needing a wide receiver. I mean, like going, I said, mm-hmm. three weeks. Uh, what is it? Two, three weeks from now, it's Philly bench. But other than that, why not, man? Well, you I was going to touch on your, 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 how do you say it? You kind of pushed on Dallas. You hesitated. Um, I would say this. They just got finished getting burned by a speedster. Yes, a speedster with more size than Slayton, clearly. Uh, but a rookie, nonetheless, in Christian Watson for three freaking touchdowns. And two huge, two bombs. Three. Yeah. That was three huh. touchdowns, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was uh, two. Two of them, which were bombs. One was a red zone um, slant or a huh. Okay. Big player, whatever. I didn't really pay that close attention to that game. One was 50 plus yards. Uh, yeah, so I'm just making the correlation between Slayton being a, a speedster himself, as far as I remember his, his profile. He's got some speed to burn, and Cowboys are struggling in that area. All right, yeah. on to my first uh, super stream uh, at the tight end possession, position. I do want to give an honorable mention here, real quick, and get this out of the way to one uh, George Kittle. He's 99% rostered, so this is. Not I was a, trying to make him mine. Is, I was like, I was like, stream. you can't do it. And, <laughs> and you know, and you know, honestly, like, sorry to interrupt you on this mm-hmm. one. Like, I was like, I, th- I feel like Kittle's kind of like another guy that's actually kind of flown under the radar this season in the sense that, like, I kind of felt like he wasn't really doing all that much. And then I looked at his points. I was like, oh, he's been actually kind of good. And well, he, he missed the first two or three weeks with injury. Well, and then I, he was I remember that, but not good there for. He just wasn't, he hasn't been that great. He boomed one week for 20-something points. I think he got a touchdown and great, you know, huh. good yardage and whatnot. But um, I, it, I was looking at his points. And then he and had I a dud. Like... He had a dud last week. An absolute dud last week. But I was doing my huh. due diligence. I checked the tight end matchups versus the Cardinals and the Seahawks, and I'll get to this in a moment. Uh, the Cardinals are giving up the second most fantasy points per game to tight end. That's, yeah. that's the end of my honorable mention to Kittle. He's 99% rostered. You can't consider a streamer. But... Like 91% started in sleeper leagues, too. I was like, yeah, never yeah. mind. Exactly. <laughs> so just vote of confidence for you there. On to the uh, uh, tight end matchups this week. Two of the top five worst teams in terms of fantasy points per game given up to tight ends are on by. I believe that's Seattle and Miami, if I remember correctly. Uh, and another... Arizona plays Kittle, who we just talked about. So he's not streamable. So that's three of the top five kind of eliminated uh, uh, from me there. So I give you Greg Dulcich versus the Raiders. (laughs) The Raiders are, oh, is it? The Raiders are fifth worst in fantasy points per game, giving up to tight ends. Don't worry, I'm pretty thin here in tight ends. Uh, No, it's got kind of thin. Um, Yeah, I got a thin tight end myself. (laughs) Uh, Raiders what, are fifth worst in fantasy points per game. And fourth most, they've given up the fourth most passing yards. Dulcich did not play the Raiders back in Week Four when they when they met the Broncos. He was he was injured. Uh, now Dulcich did have a dud last week, but I think this is a bounce back slash get right game for him. I think he'll be just fine uh, considering the matchup. Raiders are in turmoil right now. Dulcich is another guy that I picked up in a couple different leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I actually my, my notes for Dulcich didn't get saved, so I'm just gonna say ditto. Ditto. That's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. The pro, it, it's that's all we need to know how bad the Raiders. I was like, we I, we scrolled down to tight ends. I'm like, why does that seem so nothing there? And I'm like, that's bar. I know I wrote some stuff down, but I'm you sure want, pretty you sure go it's. And go with your second guy. Then? I will go with my second guy, and that is Tyler Conklin versus the New England Patriots. <laughs> is he your second guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's nobody okay. out there to start to stream. Should it's, I say? It's so freaking true. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, I've so got far, one in the back so of my head that I'll, I'll mention. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So far, Tyler Conklin had an okay start to the season, but really cooled off down the stretch with one notable exception. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, Conklin is averaging about 75 to 80 percent uh, snap percentage, percentage, percentage per game. I said all those on purpose because it seemed like a lot of percentages in a row. Anyways, um, which that's not too bad for a tight end, you know, 75, 80 percent. That's that's pretty good. You know, I'd say that's probably right around league or above league average. Um, I, I'm guessing his dip from the beginning to the season to week eight, which is based is based mainly on the, the injuries, to the Jets offensive line. Um, as I mentioned, the Jets are facing the Patriots. This might sound like a bad matchup, but. The Patriots are in a three-way tie for giving up the most tight end, the most touchdowns to tight ends, and are giving up the fifth most points per game to tight ends. Um, the last time Conklin and the Gangrene faced the Patriots, which was Week Eight, which I was just about, you know, I was talking about just a second ago. In that game, Tyler Conklin caught six of his ten targets for seventy-nine yards and two touchdowns. Two tutties. Conklin against the Pats. I'll count on that. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I basically echoed the same. It was just two. It was just two games ago slash three weeks ago that he played the Pats. So, yeah, fire him up, fire him up. Um, I I want to say honorable mention. Another guy you could pivot to that I'm kind of pivoting to to here is one Jawan Johnson for the New Orleans Saints. Yep, say I, ha early, I have him in a couple of leagues starting you, as well. You said you're kind of count, counting league. out all all Saints besides Camara. I think you I, just you know, kind of no. forgot to mention Jawan. He's been good lately. Okay. Uh, at least two or three double digit games in a row in terms of half point. PPR fantasy points. Now the Rams are good versus the tight end. I see them as third best in points per game given up for the tight end, but uh, not last week because that was the Ertz week. Uh, he got hurt and the backup came in for like one catch. So they did well last week against, but the week before that, when they played the Bucks, Kate Otten had a coming out party, five catches, 68 yards and one touchdown, but he was featured on the game winning drive. So I don't know if it's matchup based, kind of what went down there, but they saw something where they could exploit that part of the field, that matchup, and Kate Otten. Hey, Jawan Johnson's been great in the red zone. So uh, there, there's another guy that you could go out and stream that is available, absolutely available. Yep. And if you have big old brass cojones, you can always roll out Taysom Hill. You know, I, I pulled him up for a second. It was just so, it was so bleak lately. But yeah, uh huh. I mean, he hasn't done anything in like five weeks or something. I even like that. tried to like look how bad they were. Rams were <clears> against like running backs. <laughs> I was like, because he'll probably maybe run one in. It was, it was a bit of a stretch, so I didn't include him. But Josh is right. If you're real desperate and you got big cojones, go for it. My first tight end stream is Daniel Quarterback. Jones. That's what I meant to say. My apologies. Quarterback Daniel Jones versus the Lion. Same old, same old. Wash, rinse, repeat. I thought, he's, I thought he was too. Um, what Owned? did you have? His, yeah, his... It's seventy percent. Some I don't. Okay, that. that's why I didn't go with it. Sixty-nine. Nice. Nice. Sixty-nine percent rostered. I've got another guy here. Well, of course I do. But uh, 
another one to fall back on here. Uh, just, you know, same old, same old. You target the Lions. Uh, basically, whether you're quarterback, running back, tight end receiver, doesn't matter. You, you play your guys against them. They're dead last in fantasy points per games to quarterbacks. Um, but obviously on the ground is what we're looking at there with Daniel Jones. And they have I been I mean, he's, he's got potential through the air, too. Absolutely. Um, Especially with the aforementioned Darius Slayton. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good uh, good stack there for you. Uh, Detroit has been burned by mobile quarterbacks, the, the likes of Jalen Hurts, Gino, uh, Justin Fields, obviously, is, you know, on fire. Uh, they've combined for four rushing touchdowns against the Lions. So, I mean, yeah. you're looking at, I don't know, minimum of 40, 50 yards on the ground, maybe runs one in, probably approaches 200-plus yards through the air, maybe throws one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. I, that's a great mm-hmm. start. Great start this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you got? Um, my quarterback stream of the week. Chris, hold on a second. Marcus Mariota? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's my other guy. There's only so much to choose from, folks. <laughs> uh, Chris, I can't believe it. It's coming to this. Marcus Mariota is, in fact, my stream of the week. I have to start him in at least one league, too, and it might be two leagues. I think I chose Rodgers over him. You know, Rodgers is playing I, right now, and it's not. It's a look at my Mariota might be the better pickup. Uh-huh. So far. Until Rodgers just, like, scores a touchdown like, right there or something. Really Anyways. Defense, dude. Um, it's not that I hate Marcus Mariota. It's really don't. It's just that I think he's a very average, trashy QB, you know? Why the hell would I recommend him then? He runs the ball, Chris. He yep. runs the ball. Konami code. It's the reason. It's the reason why he is QB twelve on the year, according to Sleeper. Um, he's only forty seven percent rostered, so there's a coin flips chance that you that he's available in your league. Yeah. Over the past six weeks, uh, Marcus Mariota is averaging forty two rushing yards, so that's four point two fantasy points right there, average. He's throwing at um, one and a half touchdowns per game in that time. So, pal, and we'll just call that that it's five uh, points for a passing touchdown. So that's another seven and a half points right there. Now we're looking at just a base of eleven point seven fantasy points this week. That's just a base. Throw in, get it, get, get it. Throw in. Anyways, mm-hmm. another one hundred and seventy-five yards, which he's averaging through the air. And now you're looking at about eighteen fantasy points this week maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit less that's a streamer right there chris that's coming from a guy you could just pick up so put down the mota and start mariota <laughs> yes yes <laughs> i'm gonna pivot off of my mariota stream because honestly i didn't have literally any notes on him and you had the same guy and i'm going to pivot to russell wilson versus I- the raiders I picked him up in my work league because two is off this week. I mean, if I'm going to go with 69% Daniel Jones, I can go with 71% yes! Russell. And he, he's going to be no. out there in some leagues. 10-team leagues for show. Um, he's my playing work the Raiders, is a 12-team league, actually. And there's a there's quarterbacks and rostered a plenty in that. And, yeah, it was so weird. Yeah. Someone we dropped to... him Someone dropped him on, like, Monday before the Monday night game. It was weird. Raiders are second worst in points per game given up to the quarterback position at 22.6. Russell already played. Oh, where'd it go? The Raiders. Russell's it already played the good. Raiders in week four and scored good. and had his best week of the season with 28.98 oh. <laughs> fantasy points. Uh, 237 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, ran one in. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's not necessarily going to turn out the same. But again, folks, we're talking about streamers. 
Russell Wilson. Uh, it's at Denver, too. Raiders at Denver. Russell Wilson. Let's go. Let's ride. That's right. Mr. Limited. Limited. Um, Chris, I have two sleepers this week. Two. Why don't you go ahead with your first? Okay. I've You're got... Only. This is this is this is deep. This is a desperation. See, you setup. always say you're deep, and I somehow manage to uh, to dig deeper. So, how deep are you going, Chris? Uh, Tristan Ebner, Chicago Bears running back versus I Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I mean, it, I like it. I like it. I don't think I said in the news part. I, I. Oh yeah, Khalil Herbert's I, out. I, yeah, I, yeah, I think I missed you that in the news. It. It's there. I think I just glanced glanced over the line. My bad. Absolutely, and they switched to me. My bad. Uh, yeah, again, like Josh just said, Kill Herbert is on uh, IR, hip injury. Uh, Probably Montgomery, done for the year. Montgomery has not been that good. Uh, where is it? I had him up here. Apologies. Something about he hasn't exceeded. He has had no more than 15 carries in one game besides week one. You figure huh. he's going to get the bulk of the carries, though, with Herbert out. Herbert has been so sure. much better than Montgomery. Montgomery's still probably the better pass catcher than Herbert is. Mm. Speaking of pass probably. catchers. There he is. Speaking of pass catchers, Tristan Ebner. Tristan. Tristan. Thank you. I had it. Dude, he had a ton of catches in college. Yeah. There he, is, there he is. There he is. He has uh, 127 career receptions at Baylor. Now he's a five-year senior. Uh, he was also a. They use platoon super senior. That's what we called it in high school. Yeah, super senior, and he uh, Baylor likes to use more than one guy. So his rushing stats aren't amazing. Uh, best year was his senior year: 148 carries, 790 yards, 5.4 per carry is fine. But again, that receiving is what I want you to look at. He caught over 20 balls every single season. That's, that's good in college. That's great in college, absolutely. So I look to have a desperation flex. Can't find anything else out there. Full PPR type of thing. You're hoping to get some, uh, some, uh, some catches, man. Uh, yeah, I'm having I, a brain. My, my my mind's fried. What what are we? What, who are the Bears playing again? Falcons. Ah yes, the Atlanta awful, Falcons. Awful yeah. versus running backs. So they're kind of awful top to bottom anyways my first sleeper chris you might first. want to get your vomit bag out i only have one <laughs> my first and you only might <laughs> you might want to get it out okay let me go get another drink no that's probably not a good idea alan robinson is my sleeper oh. this week versus the new orleans saints chris i i can't quit him man i i am dying on the alan robinson hill and he is going to drag me down to hell with him this is really sort of just for kicks since Cooper Cup is likely done for the season. For reals, J Van Jefferson is probably the Rams. The Rams. Some people were picking the Rams this week. Yeah. Ride, wide, wide, ride with. Oh my God, I'm, I'm drunk apparently. Ride to, with to Siva. <laughs> ride with Siva. Um, if we, <laughs> if you want to put any stock in any one of them, it's probably Van Jefferson. But I am dying on the Allen Robinson Hill for as one of my sleepers this week i don't hate it i don't hate it do you have another one then is that what you're saying my real sleeper this week is the father of your firstborn child chris melvin gordon melvin gordon the third uh, versus the raiders it is pitiful <laughs> that the broncos decided to bring melvin gordon back 
uh the season that he did last week he uh yeah okay um he had an event to become their eventual rb1 and this broncos team has been surprisingly overall pretty bad this year uh gordon is leading the backfield and snap percentage fantasy points and yards per carry but not by much Octavius Murray may have one more uh, touchdown than Melvin Gordon since Javante Williams um, was injured. But, you know, you have to really squint hard to see the difference between Latavius Murray and Melvin Gordon. Why go Melvin Gordon then? Why not? It's, it, it's not really. It's it's the matchup. It's the matchup. It's the Raiders matchup. are giving it's all a matchup. Uh, they aren't giving up a ton of yards on the ground, but they're giving up 12 total touchdowns to back so far this season. So oh, Gordy's okay. got a legit shot to be a sleeper this week. A shot. A start if you've got the cojones. I did not have a rhyme for that one because I do believe I do apologize for that one. Well, total. Okay, I see it. Yeah, ten on the ground and then a couple more through the air. I thought it was nine on the ground and three through the air. The ten rushing touchdowns on the year given up. Okay. I I I don't know. I'm pulling off memory, but anyways, we're going off the rails, folks. You know, despite the uh, having a couple of the same guys, I think it was tight ends. And uh, being very slim pickings, I think we close. I think we ended the show quite strongly. Like, I know Tristan Ebner <laughs> again is probably maybe the deep. I don't know. Robinson's pretty deep. Name recognition in Robinson's favor, but that's do we want to do we want to end this show before we start sucking each other off? Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, that was awful. Uh, but anyway, no, I thought it was pretty decent. I, I, I like some of those names we threw out there. Um, uh, yeah, pretty good we'll show, Chris. I mean. Uh, other than, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, laying a turd so far in this Thursday night football game. Yeah. I which was, him. which honestly bound to happen because of last week. Like, and it's not because just you started him or anything. Regression it was back just, to it the mean. Was, oh, yeah. Yeah. And by yeah. mean, you mean below. I looked hard mean. at Mariota, too. I did. I was like, ah, man, he. Dude, it was, that... it was really slim picking. Okay. Absolutely. So we have been amazing fantasy football. You ended it. I will finish it. How about that? I just stole Before. it from you. Stolen. Yoink. We have been amazing fantasy football. I am Josh. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh AFFB. He is Chris. You can follow him at AFFB Chris on Twitter for until the the mere hours left in the and what's left of Twitter on being relevant. <laughs> we didn't even talk about um, tonight. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was I was so I was so late to Twitter that I'll just I'll just die. It'll go. I will go down and with the Twitter Hindenburg. Um, anyways, other than that, you can check us out. Every Thursday night at 8 a.m. 8 p.m. Central Time. We don't know where you live, so you do that. You do that math. Uh, you can also check us out Sunday mornings at Dear uh, Brain 10. Fart 10. 10 a.m. Central. 10 a.m. <laughs> Central Time. Uh, wouldn't it be weird if we did the Sunday morning stream at like 10 a.m. Eastern Time? Like we move into Eastern Time to do that. Yes, it would be weird. <laughs> That would be weird. Anyways, <laughs> we have been amazing fantasy football. We are here every Thursday and every Sunday. To, you can also come into the chat if you're listening to us in podcast format. You can pop in on the live show, pop in your questions and everything. You, we have a Discord server. It's very inactive, so I'm not going to – you can just check that out in the show notes. Um, you, all the like links I are said, in the description. All the links are always in the description, Chris. You're absolutely right. Until Sunday – with injury updates and last-minute uh, uh, lineup advice, we've been Amazing Fantasy Football. Good luck, everyone. Peace out. <laughs>